welcome to Psalm 83. In this psalm, Asaph sounds very concerned. Concerned because Israel was in danger as a nation around them were noisily forming a military confederation against the Jews. They were planning and devising to exterminate the people of God. Now many commentators connect this psalm with the victory won in Jehoshaphat's time, while some others believe that this psalm is not referring to one particular event but to the constant danger of extermination Israel lived under in the ancient world. By the way, Israel still lives under perhaps the same circumstances even today. So in from verses 1 to 4, Asaph is appealing to the Lord to help. He's asking the Lord to come to their rescue as the nations have begun to conspire against God's anointed. He says, Do not keep silent, O God. Do not hold your peace and do not be still, O God. For behold, your enemies make a tumult and those who hate you have lifted up their head. They have taken crafty counsel against your people and have consulted together against your sheltered one. For they have said, Come, let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel may be remembered no more. And as you read further from verses 5, Asaph mentions about 10 kingdoms that conspire to exterminate Israel. In fact, the desire is to erase the whole race, that there is no record of them on the face of the earth, and of course, take their lands too. It is Boyce who writes that in all the annals of recorded history, there's never been a people so encircled by the enemies or as persecuted as the Jews have been. About 6 million alone killed by the Nazis. Well, Christians have been opposed too and persecuted as well with the desire to completely eliminate them. One of the examples is that of Roman Emperor Diocletian who boasted that he had destroyed Christianity completely. In fact, he had two monuments on the frontiers of his empire with the inscription that read Diocletian, Jovian, Maximian, Herculius, Caesarus, Augusti for having extended the Roman Empire in the east and the west and for having extinguished the name of Christians who brought the Republic to ruin. Well, Diocletian is dead and gone and perhaps just a footnote in the pages of history but the name and the fame of Jesus has spread and continues to spread over all the earth. But there is an issue that Asaph is much perplexed about in this psalm. And if I may say, it is an issue that perplexes all of us even today. And the issue is the silence of God. Why is God speechless and why is God inactive? Why does he not stand against the enemies of his people and fight for them? After all, he is the only defense. He is the only hope. In fact, as you read from verses 9 onwards, Asaph is reminding God of what he did to Israel's enemies during the days of Judges. And then he is pleading with God, not just for the safety of Israel, but for the glory of God to be preserved. Well, why did God allow the Jews to be persecuted? Why were thousands and thousands of Christians killed for their faith? Why did God not intervene? Why did God remain inactive? I really do not know. I really, really do not know. And honestly, it perplexes me. But I also know one thing, that when God seems not to be saying and doing anything, He is still working on behalf of His people. When God seems to be doing and saying nothing, He is still working on behalf of His people. You see, one of the most perplexing moments was the moments on the cross. Just imagine Mary and Martha and the disciples standing by. Can you imagine their confused state of mind? This man Jesus did miracles like no one else did. He raised Lazarus from the dead. He exhibited his power over the grave. Can't he do the simple task of freeing himself from the agony that he is going through? In fact, one of the thieves asked Jesus, didn't he? If you truly are the Messiah, why don't you save yourself and us? 
when God seems not to be saying and doing anything, he is still working on behalf of his people. You see, today the population of Jews is much higher than it was in the time of the Nazis. There are more Christians worldwide who believe in the name of Jesus than who were put to death because of this name. When God seems not to be saying and doing anything, he is still working on behalf of his people. There is a beautiful Mexican proverb which says they buried us not knowing we were seeds. They buried us not really knowing that we were seeds. Well, I don't know what you're facing today, but I know this, that when God is not saying and doing anything, he is still working on your behalf. It is Warren Wiersbe who says, Our Lord is not as noisy as our enemies, but he is certainly more powerful. Our Lord is not as noisy as our enemies, but he is certainly more powerful. So would you hang in there? Whether we live or die, we shall remain faithful and we shall remain fruitful. Faithful as the sheep of his flock and fruitful as the branches of his vineyard. Shall we pray in the light of what we heard today? Heavenly Father, we live in times and places where people and authorities scheme together to destroy your name and your people. At many places they have been successful too and honestly your silence baffles us. But today I know that when you seem not to be saying and doing anything, you are still working on behalf of your people. Your purposes still advance and nothing can put an end to it. Therefore, would you give us the strength and courage not to give up, but to keep our eyes on the eternal and be faithful as the sheep of your flock and fruitful as the branches of your vineyard. And this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. <music>